Welcome to the Jack Weston MCAT Podcast with your host, Phil Hawkins. And Asai Calderon Muñiz. Hi, Phil. Welcome to all of our listeners. Very excited. We have a special announcement. And it just feels like things are okay. There's a lot of madness in the world, you know, um, with the upspike and the new wave, but there are also little moments of hope. So actually, I just want a quick story time. Uh, so earlier this morning, I actually went to go see a patient who uh, recently gave birth and um, it was just so nice, you know, to see someone at the the beginning of their life, this cute little, uh, little yeah, bundle yeah. of joy. Um, and, you know, the the, the patient just happy, excited, you know, ready to go home. Um, and so it's, it was just a reminder that even in the madness, there are still positive things that you can look forward to, that you can just cherish little moments. Um, what are, what yeah. are you cherishing, Phil? No, no. Like, I, I love that too, because it has been a little bit chaos, I feel like in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, there's a couple of like, you know, just kind of like reminding yourself things are, things can be good. And uh, like, as I mentioned, this is a special episode of the podcast. We're kind of doing two episodes this week because there's some really interesting, awesome things that, that are happening here at Jack Weston. Um, but I like that, just kind of that quick reminder. Um, I think that like, that's also just good for students to remember like, wait, I'm going through the MCAT, not because I want to study the MCAT for my life mm-hmm. and my career, but like, there's something beyond that, like the medicine on the other side of that, that, that that's the actual goal. And the MCAT is just a, uh, a thing I have to get through in order to get to that. Um, but hopefully the MCAT will be a little bit less of a barrier given some of the, the new exciting stuff. This is, I feel like I'm, I'm like beating around the bush here, but like we're, we're announcing something this week that we have been wanting to, to create, or I've been wanting to create for a long time. Like literally the day that I met Jack for the first time, uh, we were discussing and like talking about like, what would be the greatest thing? And I'm like this, and like, I'm like just kind of like going in and like, this is the thing that like what students actually need and doesn't exist out there. Um, and so this is something that has been like rattling around in my brain is something that we really need for students um, or just students really need. And like, if no one's going to make it, then we should make it um, to like give students the, the tools they need. And so I'm super excited about this, um, but we're definitely adding this to our like repertoire of like free stuff that we do for students. I think most students are really aware of this, but Jack Weston, we, we put in so much work and I know like Azai, you put in work and I do like every week doing stuff for like free for students, right? Like the, the amount of things that I'm doing a good portion of my work week comes down to like putting in stuff and building things that we're just going to give away for free. Um, and just like big picture, why that's important. I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit in the past, but like medicine and humanity will benefit the most when uh, physicians come from a lot of diverse backgrounds. And so making that easier, trying to lower that barrier. That's why we do things like we create the like brand new questions every single day, like new passages um, on a daily basis, new questions on a daily basis. We're constantly adding to this so that students can can you know keep practicing on like a daily basis. And it's guaranteed that there's going to be some questions that you have not seen every single day. Um, I think that's getting to kind of a crazy level right now. Cause I think like, because we're adding so much, like every single day, I think we just passed like six and a half 
thousand questions. <laughs> and I think we have more questions than any other test prep like resource or test prep company. Um, not only do we have more, but like ours are just free. And so <laughs> like, I, I think that's, that's you know, kind of getting to a point where it's like, oh my gosh, like that's like a really useful thing overall. But we have a couple of other free things um, just kind of like going through there. Yeah. And I, I just want to agree with you, like explicitly agree with you. It's so important, right? That people from all sorts of backgrounds, and a lot of times when people hear that, they're like, okay, you know, racial and ethnic minorities or URMs, not just that though, right? Like financial um, uh, differences, right? So of course the, the racial and ethnic differences, differences in way of, ways of thinking, right? Different life experiences, different ages, all of that, just making sure that those that are, you know, taking care of patients are as diverse and rich in experience as the patients themselves, right? And so here at Jack Weston, like we really are just trying to get everyone to, to be able to have the resources to succeed, right? If you want to succeed on the MCAT and eventually be a physician, that's our goal. That's what we're here for. And, you know, like you, like you mentioned, um, there are a lot of projects that students don't know are in the works or, you know, edits and going back and making sure that things are, are done well, um, just huge, right? Um, in addition to the free daily passages, which are a huge resource, uh, we also have the AMC outline on the website. And on that outline, you can actually see, you can go to a, a content category and actually link to content pages that we have on the website that will go through information on, on that topic. Um, and it's not just the information on the topic that's broken down. It will also give you, you know, some of the pages will have key terms. Some of them will tell you what AMC questions correspond with that topic, right? So there's so much rich um, richness in this tool that is available to all students, right? So it's another way to get that additional yeah. content I, in. I feel like that's one of those things that students just aren't aware exists, but like basically the AAMC creates an outline of like, this is what they're going to hold students accountable for. And so what we've done is we just went through that outline and explained it all and like focused in on this. Basically what we created was a textbook. Like this is a textbook covering everything that is on the MCAT. And once again, it's a completely free resource. Um, and I know that, you know, like you've put in, like we've put in some time on that. Um, I think there's even a couple of, like, I have, I have some videos in there. Like there are some video explanations of some of the things, like, I think the very first page is amino acids and there's, there's a video of me kind of like going through, not just like what's interesting about amino acids and how the MCAT's going to test it, but even some like tricky ways that the MCAT can try to throw curveballs at you and try to make it a little bit more, more difficult. Yeah, we also, on those, we have some really great graphics too. We have someone mm -hmm. who's dedicated to making really high quality graphics. Um, and that's just something else that's included there that, yeah. you know. I, I don't know if you know this, Azai, but we've actually had a couple of like uh, pharmaceutical companies reach out to say that they want to buy our images um, because they're, they're like, they're like, this is really useful. We kind of want to buy this in order to, for us to use this for, and so like, you're absolutely right. Like we have animators and illustrators like going through and kind of like creating these like custom Jack Weston things, um, or images. And, uh, because like, as you know, there are times where as a teacher, you'll be like, I really feel like 
the image, the, the ideas that I'm trying to get across here, like there's not a good image for this. I kind of need like this image is way too detailed and this is like too yeah. vague. And so like kind of being able to go in and say like, okay, here's the image that's going to make it most clear for students and how to create that. That's like a super interesting, that's, that's a very behind the scenes thing, but I feel like we're kind of doing a behind the scenes dive here. Um, <laughs> There's also obviously the podcast, which is like a free resource for students, which everyone here knows about because you're listening to it. Um, just a quick a quick plug. Um, in order to spread that and get more people aware that the podcast exists, please, you know, like like, subscribe, rate. Um, depending on, you know, if you're are you watching us on Spotify or YouTube or Apple Podcasts, um, the more you guys, you know, rate this podcast highly, the easier it becomes for other people to find these podcasts. And so kind of in that idea of community, right, of like bringing together and making things um, better for, for medicine, I think that that's a really useful thing. I think like the last big thing, though, like for the free stuff, at least so far, um, was the Chrome extension. I know, as I you personally have put a lot of work into the Chrome extension. Yeah. So uh, when I joined, this project was was in the works and I was able to dive right in. Um, and it is this it's it's massive. Like, I don't think students realize like just how much work has to go into such a massive project. But the idea with this is for everyone to be able to really understand the AMC questions and the, the practice uh, passages and problems. And I know when I was studying, I definitely had a lot of uh, frustrations <laughs> about the quality of, of the explanations and just being like, okay, it's not, this answer choice isn't right because it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Why is it wrong? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, just, just for like, like that clarification, I feel like the AAMC yeah. stuff is great. And I always have to be careful. Like, I'm not saying the questions are bad or the passages no, are no. bad, but like the AAMC is very clearly a testing company and not a teaching company because their their explanations are just like trash, like they're hot garbage. It's like B is correct because it's correct. And like the others are wrong because it's not B. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help me understand anything. Exactly. Um, to be clear, um, you should always do the AAMC questions, right? If you do nothing else, you need to make sure you do those before test day. Um, but really the Chrome extension was just to make sure that students are able to understand why right? And not just the what. Um, And also just to have, you know, there's a little bit of content thrown in there. And similar to the podcast, you know, let us know you like that Chrome extension, you want us to keep, you know, making uh, resources like this, you find it helpful, go ahead and rate it. Um, And again, the more highly people rate it, the easier it becomes for people to find it. Um, And it's just a great way to, you know, also let us know that you, you want us to continue working on things like this. It's a great way for us to get your feedback. Yeah, the, the, the Chrome extension, I feel like just to be clear for everyone, like what it does, like you download the Chrome extension and then when you're doing the AAMC stuff, you can still see everything the AAMC provides. You still see all the questions, you still see the AAMC explanations, but you also get like an, a more in-depth explanation um, from, from Jack Weston, kind of like clarifying and explaining each of the, the topics uh, much more in depth. There's also the ability to take some of the resources from the AAMC that don't appear like it does on test day. Like the, like if you're doing like the section bank or some of the QPACs, like the way that you, like the questions are presented to you are not at all, it doesn't look at all like it's going to look on your actual test day. So even if you don't care about the explanations at all, the Chrome extension can be really useful to just make it so that your practice is mimicking test day a whole lot, a whole lot better. Um, 
And so I think that the Chrome extension is something that's really useful, especially for students at the, like towards the end of their prep, because most students aren't doing a lot of AAMC stuff at the beginning of their prep, but at the end of their prep, they're doing a lot more of that. And I think like pretty much every student should be using the AAMC Chrome extension, um, which all of these things you can find at jackweston.com. Um, I think on like the left, the left bar there, you can go down to like Chrome extension and it's, it's really easy to, to utilize that. Um, but I think that that is, is like, you know, all of these are like really useful tools. Some of them are for people who are just beginning, like the AAMC outline with all the content pages kind of explaining stuff. The dailies, those are those are useful kind of like throughout your prep. The Chrome extension is a little bit better for like later on in the, the prep. But I feel like drum roll. Um, we are adding two <laughs> new products or I don't know if product is the right word. Like, is it a product if it's a free thing, but two new tools for, for students um, to help them prep better. Um, So the first of those two tools is our new analytics system. And so what we've done is we've gone through and we've tagged every single question. Um, I've met with people on the content team and we like went down and we tried to figure out like, what are like, what's the best way to break this down so students can find their weak areas and focus on those. And so the, like the, like going through this, like we ended up with like over a hundred categories of like diff- different stuff and different ways to break things down. And this is just on the content side. Like there's, there's also stuff with like strategy and, and breaking down, like, is this a math focused question? Some of those things we are planning on adding later, but like we were so excited about getting the content portion down where it's broken up into like over a hundred different categories for students to go in and, and be able to see how they're doing and track how they're doing. Um, and so I am super excited about this because um, I think most people know here, like the, the, like my background is like the MD PhD background. And so like, I feel like the PhD comes out of me and or comes out of me at times. And I'm like data, I just want data, just give me numbers and hard data. And that is useful for students because like students are different. And so I have done a lot of like private tutoring in the past. I've done a lot of stuff, work with students kind of overall. Um, I think I've worked at this point uh, personally with over a thousand students at this point. And it's been, um, you know, over, over the last, it's been over a decade. I'm so old. Um, <laughs> but the, like the one thing that keeps coming up is like, you, you'll hear advice from like prep companies or advice from other students that are saying like, just do this one thing. Or like, you know, just do flashcards and you'll be good or just do practice exams or just study amino acids and you're fine. And like th- those pieces of advice might be useful for somebody. And so like if a student tells you, like somebody else took the MCAT, like I just did this and that's all I needed to do. Like, I don't think that they're lying. I just think that maybe their weakness is different than everyone else's weakness. Like there are some students out there who are just really good at understanding biology inherently or really skilled at like reading abstract philosophical passages. And for some reason, those like really tricky cars passages come a lot easier to them or students who just like really like math and physics. And for some reason, like, you know, like reading a physics equation, this like just inherently clicks and like, of course, of course, this makes sense. Of course, the flow rate is proportional to the fourth uh, power of the radius, like both Poisset's law. Of course, that makes sense. But like, that's not like all, all students are different. And so being able to find 
what do you need to work on? Like you specifically and being able to focus your time in on those, those topics. I think that that is like, I, I want to say like the most critical thing for uh, prepping for the MCAT, but I kind of want to say just like a critical portion of life is like, like if, if you have are coming across problems, you need to figure out like, what is the root cause? Like, what are the issues? Like, why are you messing up here? Um, before you can fix it, right? Just like in medicine, you have to diagnose before you treat. Like you can't just give a pill and they're better. Like you gotta figure out what's wrong with them first. And so I think a lot of times students try to, like based on bad advice, they try to treat before they diagnose. <laughs> like I'm doing bad on the MCAT. Somebody says, I just need to do this. So I'm just gonna do this. But like, no, that's not gonna help you because that's not your problem. If your problem is timing and endurance and stamina and like dealing with fatigue and maybe data interpretation, then doing a lot of like practice exams will help. But if you're if you don't know what insulin is, like taking a practice exam is not going to help that. Like you need to go and like cover insulin and like spend some time like figuring out what's going on with that. Um, I just feel like there's so much stuff going on with this. That's like really well, powerful. Yeah, and the reality is for most students, there's not just a single area of weakness, right? And that's why for most students, just doing one thing will not be enough, right? And so these these analytics are really here to, to help you figure out what you can work on in general, right? Because you're probably, and that's, uh, you're probably going to need to work on multiple things while you're studying. What you need to work on may change as you progress, right? Because at first you might have a lot of trouble, like you were saying, you know, maybe you don't know what insulin is. Maybe you don't know what a lot of these things are. So at first you're going to be focusing on that, but then later on, okay, well, now that I do know these things, right now I can focus on other areas like endurance, et cetera, start doing more practice questions. And that's why most people, right. will have different areas that they're working on as time goes on. So it's ultimately what we're, you know, trying to make sure that you guys have the ability to figure out and diagnose, um, but also have that ability for flexibility, right? Recognize that it's going to change. And so what you see and the information that's provided to you, the data that's provided to you will update with your progress as you do more questions, right? And that's also an invaluable tool that it's not static. You know, it's not, oh, I did that. And that's all that I have because that's what I started with. No, as you keep going, you, you get more out of it. Um, and so one of the the uh, two of the main ways that um, the these analytics get uh, are able to produce the data, right? So yes, the the daily passages, but also something else that we're really excited to announce is our diagnostic. Um, so we're going to have a diagnostic focused on content, helping you figure out very early on in each of the three main science sections what am I struggling with? What do I need to review, right? What are my weakest areas? And so the diagnostic is really going to give you the opportunity to go through the questions, right? And then just, you'll see from the get-go with hundreds of questions of practice, um, you know, what you need to work on. And that's when you can go and shift gears, right? Because the analytics are great. We know why we need them. We know who can use them. We know what they're used for. We need a way to give you that information early on, right? Then the dailies, that's where the dailies come in afterwards because you'd have to do months of dailies in order for it to give you meaningful data, you know, on the analytics on its own. So that's why the diagnostic gives you a good starting point, right? Helps you figure out from the beginning content versus triaging with other, other things you need to work on. And then as you keep doing the dailies, these analytics will update, right? And then you get this additional layer of information and it really just is customized to you. 
right? So that way you know what you need to work on as an individual. Basically, you are your first patient, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, you're, you're, I always say this and I, I truly do mean it. The car section is your first set of patients that you're talking with. This is going to be the first set of, you know, the first patient that you diagnose. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that analogy there. Cause it is like this diagnose and treat, like, I think it's like obvious, like in medicine, but like so much, t- so much of, so much of the time, somebody's like, I don't understand why I'm not better at tennis. Like, okay. Like what part of tennis are you struggling with? Is it like your serves or like, once you know, like, oh, I'm great at tennis, except for my serves, just work on your serves. And then like, you're going to improve versus, you know, like returning, like if you work on returning a serve, like if you're already good at that, that's not going to make you any better. But like, just to like talk about some of these examples, I, cause I think that that makes it a little bit easier to see. I was looking at that data before, like from a specific student, just kind of like going through and, and this student, like it was like, if you looked at it, like they were, they only got like 20% of their orgo questions. And I think it was like 60% of physics and, and like chemistry was in there as well. But then if you looked at the biochem, like they were getting over 90%, I think it was getting like 90.3% of their questions. Correct. And so at first glance, a lot of people are going to look at that and see, oh, like this student just really needs to work on orgo. This student just really needs to work on physics and chemistry. But because of this like really advanced analytics, you can break it down and see, okay, even though the student is getting over 90% of their questions, correct? They're getting like almost 91% of their questions. If you actually break down and look at the, the questions that they're missing, most of the questions, but like the vast majority, I think they're like, like 80% of the questions they were missing were in metabolism, lipids, or uh, fatty acid and protein metabolism. Those are three different ways that we like categorize topics. And so like fatty acids, lipid and amino acid metabolism, and then just general metabolism and regulation. And so like 80% of the questions you're missing in biochem were just fats and metabolism. And so this student, if they just go back and work on fats and metabolism, instead of getting like 90% of their questions correct, if they had got those, they would be getting like 98% of their questions correct. And so that's a really, really useful tool to use like hard data and see like, okay, I just need to go back and like find those areas like that I need to work on. And, and, and so just like the big overarching thing, cause I think a lot of students fall into this, like, I'm just bad at physics um, when, and I'm great at biology, but like, no, let's, let's do a deeper dive, right? Like you're probably you, in bio, you probably have like 90% of the areas are strong areas, but you might have a couple areas that like, if you just spent like an afternoon working on lipids and metabolism, like all of a sudden your score goes up one or two points, right? Like that's because biochem is so high yield on the test anyway. And I think just being able to see that, like that hard data and like, even within physics, given like, okay, like physics is a weak area for me, but there's still areas that I'm, I'm fine on like work and energy and kinematics and gravity, but it's really just like a couple of these really specific topics, like fluids, circuits, electrochemistry, um, you know, uh, like magnetism and optics. And like, if I just work on those, then all of a sudden, like I'm going to be doing way better. And so just being able to get that data, right. And like, see for yourself, and I think this is like, we built this analytic system and then we started like realized, oh, this is so useful. And then we realized like, like you were saying that in order to get enough data points, you would have to like 
do like dailies for a month because there's so many topics on the MCAT and passages and like the dailies and things like that. So that you might not see a magnetism question for like a, a couple of weeks. And so like, even if you're doing like the dailies every single day, like you might not be able to notice and get the data on how are you at magnetism. And that's where that, like you said, the diagnostic comes in, which is the other second big product where you could sit down in theory in an afternoon. Now, admittedly, it's probably gonna be a long afternoon, but like you can sit down in, in, in just one day and see a couple of questions on every single category so that the analytics will be able to give you a really in-depth analysis of what content areas you need to work on and which areas you can like probably kind of like skim over like uh, or, or you know, spend less time on overall. Yeah, this is really to help you do a lot of triaging right? Deciding what's most important. I think something else is, you know, we've, we focused a little bit on um, content here, right? But there are also some topics that you'll notice can be used in different ways in chemistry, right? And, you know, orgo and biochem. So if you think about some of the molecules, right, in, uh, that are seen in metabolism, they can come up in an orgo question, right, on in the chem phys section. Eventually, when we're able to keep adding, you know, how we go about these, and, and you mentioned that we have different uh, projects in the works and, and people working on, um, you know, tagging questions differently, eventually you might be able to find different question types that are uh, repeated across sections, right? And being able to target a, a question type and not just the topic. Um, so all of these things, and, you know, there, there are groups for, <laughs> for all of the projects that are the resources that we mentioned earlier that are free for everything in the works, you know, there are groups working on this. Um, and really it's here for you guys to be able to, to do a lot of the, um, we give you the information you do, you know, interpret, and we do quite a bit of the interpretation, and then you do a little bit of interpretation application. Something else that I think is um, is just like important to mention is as you're going through these, making sure that you, you actually use the information. That sounds silly, but like you said, you know, some people might think, oh, I'm just bad at, you know, chemistry. I'm just bad at physics. I think something else that people don't realize is it's really easy to over and underestimate. It's really hard to accurately estimate how good you are on content. Because the practice questions that you're often doing are including both content, right? Application, strategy, how you went through the passage, et cetera. And one of the advantages of the diagnostic is it's really going to figure out, okay, not just, you know, a little bit of, of application um, for the discretes, but also, is this a content issue, right? And so that's something that when I was studying, I was like, oh, no, I've got the content down for, you know, this, like I got a decent grade in, in class. And then I was like, oh, the way I went through physics in undergrad is not the way that it's tested, right? And so there was actually a lot of content that I was missing. Um, and I had to go and basically relearn and learn. And if I if it had just been up to me, I wouldn't have known that. It took a long time, a lot of practice to kind of get it to click. Whereas one of the advantages here is if you actually pay attention to what the analytics are saying, um, you can actually figure this out and have a better estimate than if you just sat there and did questions for, you know, a couple, a couple weeks. Um, it gives you that running start and that good foundation to be able to build off of as you go through. Yeah. I think it's, it's really interesting. You know, like, obviously this is for you guys, it's for MCAT students. Like, and like I said, like we don't make any money off of this. We just lose money by building this thing, but it's something that needs to exist. Like it's something that students need in order to better prep to help them kind of like diagnose this. So I think it's really important to talk about like the user scenarios, like when you would be using this and how you would be using this. Because there's a lot of people that are at different places in their MCAT journey. There are students who might be listening that haven't started prepping 
at all. And like they they like are, are coming in just kind of cold and like I don't know anything about the MCAT and I need to start prepping. And like, let's say I have four months or six months or, or three months or however long doing the diagnostic and getting your analytics will help you understand kind of like where you're at before you even start in terms of, OK, when you're building your schedule and like, how do you want to to like get towards test day and prep? Like, obviously, we have courses and we have a lot of stuff that can really help with that as well. But even if you don't get our courses, you can use this information to say like, OK, just generally looking at this data, you know, I thought that I was going to need to spend a lot of time in Orgo because I like Orgo was a very hard class in undergrad. But when I was like looking at the questions and how I did on them, like I actually did really well on those. And so I probably want to spend less time studying Orgo. So this helps you organize your time better, like starting at day one, like where are you at? Like if you're, you're coming in cold, I don't know anything about the MCAT. Uh, you can take one day, do all the diagnostics and see and realize like, okay, I need to organize my time in such a way that I'm spending more time on these topics and less time on these topics, or maybe just like this topic, like I haven't ever missed any questions on it. And so like, I'm just not going to spend time studying that. And so that helps students like use their time wisely, because I feel like, especially as I, you know, like as a medical student, time is a valuable resource. <laughs> like time is like maybe the most valuable resource and mm -hmm. studying for the MCAT is so big. So knowing how to spend that time is a really useful thing overall. But on the other hand, this isn't just useful for students who are starting out at the very beginning. Like if you, uh, you know, planned on spending like five months prepping for the exam and you're four months in, like at this point, you've probably covered a lot of content. You might've even taken an exam or two, like probably a couple of them, but sitting down, doing the diagnostic, looking at the analytics will tell you, okay, these are the areas where I have the most opportunity to increase my score in a short amount of time. Like these are the areas that are holding me back. And so like whether you're using this to create a study plan long-term or whether you're using this after you've covered all the fundamentals and just figuring out where do you need to go back and look over again? Like where do you need to go back and, and re-dive in? Similar to like retakers. There's a lot of students that underestimate the MCAT the first time they, they take it because like it's very easy to underestimate because nobody has experienced something like the MCAT until you've taken the MCAT. Um, and so a lot of times there's people who have like done some prep and like, you know, at different levels, uh, maybe they even took a prep course from, from somebody, from some company. Um, and then they took the MCAT and they did, it did not go well. Um, and they're like, all right, I need to retake this. Very often, like when I have interactions with those students, they, they like, and I interact with them, I'll, like I'll have like meetings and stuff with students that are in these scenarios. Um, they like come from like other companies and like, I did really bad. And like, I did take a prep course, but like, I, I, I think I just need to start over. I need to start from scratch. And I'm like, no, you like you have put in time, you have improved certain areas. You are going to have some strengths. So to say like, all right, I'm just going to start from scratch and reread every single thing over again. And I'm like, you know, there's a good chance that like 30 or 40% of that time, you don't need to cover again. You just need to find where did things go wrong, right? And where to spend that time. And so that's why this is like, you know, data, data is the best. <laughs> I love data because with data, you can like, apply this and all of a sudden you can can use this information in ways that make sense it doesn't matter if you're starting like 
if you're a sophomore and you haven't started studying for the MCAT and you're just trying to make a plan, or if you are, you know, like a week away from your test and you're just saying like, oh, like I need, I only have time for like reviewing like a couple of topics, like what topics should I be reviewing? Like, I think all of those students can, can benefit from this overall. And there is some data for cars. Obviously cars is not a, like a content area, but a lot of times students will like, while they're prepping, they might change up their strategy and like, kind of like see like, oh, you know, I'm going to try something different here, especially earlier on in their prep. And it can be really useful to just track like how, how do your scores change over time? And so like doing experiments, right? Like let's say I had this technique and I was consistently getting around like 60% um, of my car's questions. And then I changed something up and I'm, I'm going to change this up for a week because I want some good data. And so I'm going to change this up. And for the next week, I'm going to alter things. And so the next, the first test I take, I get a 50 and then I got like a, a 55 and then like it starts to go up. And so you can see like an upward trend. And so like maybe switching that strategy maybe took you a little bit at first to get used to it. And like you added this drop, but being able to like look at the data over time, like what's happening. Okay. So when I made this change, there was a drop and now there's an upward trend. And so I'm, I'm like doing better here. And so being able to look at your, the, the changes and how you're performing over time allows you to kind of run your own experiments and like do your own like, you know, science here and like say like, okay, I'm going to change up my strategy for this. So this isn't just useful for content because you can also use this to analyze like what's going on with my strategies. Are my strategies working? If I change a strategy, does it work better or does it work worse? And I should definitely abandon that quickly. And so allowing yourself to just have that information, like information is king. Um, I know as I, you've kind of hinted at, you know, there's, there's some future projects and things that we want to build off of this. Um, like just getting this information like is, is in, incredibly valuable to you guys. Um, but I also just want to be able to see like overall, what are students struggling with the most? And, and like, cause we do free trial sessions every single week. And so I cover a new topic. This is another free resource we do. We didn't even talk about it. Um, but I do like basically free lectures every single Monday. And it's useful if I can see like, oh, you know, students are really struggling with this topic. We should do a free lecture on that to like help them out with this one topic. And so this information like helps you guys find your weak areas and, and how to deal with it. And it also helps us like help you better um, as well. And that's why I'm like super excited about this. And this is why like I talked to, to Jack about this, like yeah, before I even started working here, we, we just started like, just, we were just sitting around saying like, what would be the best thing ever for MCAT students? Um, like if we, if you could create your own resources completely from scratch and wave a magic wand, I'm like data, like we want to be able to help students find their weak areas quickly. And so that they can analyze that and so that they can you know, do experiments and see what strategies work for them. And so then we also can help them better because um, the more information you have in a scenario, the better you can help your student. Just like the more information you have in the hospital about a patient, the better you can help your patient. Um, and so yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of interesting things kind of going on there. 
Yeah. And I also want to make a plug because we've talked about two main scenarios when people can use the diagnostic and the analytics, um, primarily right setting up, but also, you know, at the end or halfway through, what can I still work on? It's also a great way to expose yourself to topics that maybe don't come up as often. Right. And so there's this huge uh, focus in, in this industry on, okay, what's high yield, what's high yield, what's high yield. Yes. You need to focus on what's high yield, but that doesn't mean you're going to altogether ignore, ignore what's lower yield. Right. So if you think about it in medicine, you know, you're not just only going to study what's most common. You're also going to study those rare things to make sure that you can help all of your patients in this case, right. To make sure you can address all of the topics, all of the questions. And so like the, like the, uh, dailies, the diagnostic also allows you, you know, if you're halfway through, if you're towards the end to just see, okay, you know, I probably haven't seen some of these things before. Let me just refresh my mind. Right. And that will also remind you, right. There's that, that spreading activation. Remember one thing you're like, oh yeah, also these other topics. And then Mm -hmm. Maybe that helps you remember something that, you know, you remembered, oh yeah, I thought I needed to review that. I haven't seen that in so long. So let me just take this opportunity to do so. Right. Um, and then, um, you know, we, we have all of these resources, right. And this still allows for the opportunity. So we, we do all of these things because we want you guys to be able to succeed. And so we have all of these resources. Part of the reason why we've been emphasizing feedback the last couple of podcasts, because we value it right? Mm-hmm. We want to know what we can do better, what you guys need, right? What you guys are um, enjoying and what you're responding well to. And so this is just another way, right? Like Phil was saying, to get some of that feedback um, in terms of, okay, what do you guys need help with, right? And that's ultimately why we're here. I hope you guys can tell by now our our mission here at Jack Weston is and has been and is and will be to make sure that we equip you guys to do well, right? Regardless of background. Now we've been talking a lot about these free resources. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, join the course or, you know, there's so many other valuable resources within the course, within um, tutoring, within the live workshops. And so, you know, those are also great opportunities for students to engage and to maximize their, their learning and the time that they have. Um, we just also want to make sure that we have that balanced. Um, and so we're, We've been really excited about these projects. We continue to be excited about them as we tweak them, as we use them as uh, jumping off points for for more projects and for more tools to help you guys succeed. Yeah, yeah, it's super exciting. Um, I I hope you guys get a lot out of the diagnostic and analytics. I'm super interested in um, like if you guys like get some data and like you look at analytics and like you have some, some questions about this. Um, I know as I and I have talked about like maybe like working with a student and like talking through like, Oh, what does your analytics look like? And like, can we come up with some suggestions to like help you improve specifically, like giving you some really specific advice, not just to help, like, here's just some general advice, like know your amino acids. Like that, that is something that every student should probably spend some time on, but like being able to zero in and, and help students find like, what do they need to improve on? Um, I know we've talked about doing some, some workshops um, and the free uh, trial sessions that like I, like I said, I do every Monday, like maybe we'll do some, some with that. Maybe we'll do some stuff here on the podcast where we can help students kind of like dive in and figure out how to specifically improve their scores. So if you have, so if you are watching this, um, this, this podcast or listening to this podcast in a platform that allows you to, um, you know, provide feedback or provide information, um, definitely, uh, feel free to like throw some some comments in there. And so maybe we can respond and give you guys a little bit more specific advice. But 
like, as I said, we are really dedicated to helping you guys, like giving you the tools um, in order that, that you need to succeed. To be honest, the MCAT is never going to be easy, but hopefully we can make it easier um, by just like equipping you guys a little bit better um, and giving you data. I'm like such a data nerd. Um, I'm like so excited. I've been like pouring through like analytics, like nonstop for like the past week of just trying like in behind the scenes, trying to like figure out like what sort of information, how can we use like information in a way that helps more students, um, even better. But, uh, I'm super excited about this. And this is, like you said, this is kind of a launching point as a springboard to allow us to become even more useful to you guys, um, over time. And so hopefully you guys uh, like it because we've put in a lot of time, uh, been working on this for, for months and months. Um, and I am super excited that we're finally getting to launch this for you guys. Um, so, so I hope you enjoy. <laughs>